the Franklin Marshall pregame show on GoDiplomats.com. We are joined this week, as we are every week, with the head man, Coach John Troxel. Thanks for taking some time out of the preparation this week to have a chat with us. Glad to be here. So last week you returned home and knocked off uh, an upstart Susquehanna team, 41-36. EJ goes 19-24, including a perfect 11-11 in the second half for 246 yards. Two scores in the air, got 79 more on the ground on 14 rushes, added two more rushing touchdowns to his ledger. We also got to see the real return of Frank Strumolo, who rumbled for 122 yards on 22 carries and got a touchdown himself. Obviously, coming off a loss the week before, you had to be happy about the final outcome, but what does this game say about your team, and what do you take away from that win? Well, I mean, it was great that we bounced back. I mean, you know, we talked last week about not letting that loss affect us taking every game one at a time and uh you know I was proud of the kids they came out they played hard and uh you know EJ had a great game having Frank back obviously helped us get our offense back on track in terms of putting up some points and, and yards and uh you know defensively we did just enough you know I mean obviously not having Aaron Fant in the back end and Brian Velasco who are both two all-conference kids we did just enough to to hold on and, and get a big win, and I was proud of the effort we gave. It, it was not for a lack of effort, effort that we gave up some points. So, uh, you know, just moving forward, you know, into this week, we have to play extremely well and can't turn it over, and, you know, we have to give that same kind of effort. So now when it comes to talking football, particularly F&M football, there are a lot of names that we get mentioned more often than others or playmakers, whether it's Schneider or Zachary or Muller or Wengerter, but I think right now for this team, it seems like the real unsung heroes are the guys down in the trenches on your offensive line who, for those who haven't been paying attention, have only allowed two sacks on the season, the last one being tallied back at her sinus in week three, meaning that they've gone five straight games and over 170 straight dropbacks without allowing the opposition to bring down the quarterback behind the line. Now, obviously it helps that EJ is a mobile guy back there, but what does it mean for you when you have a group of guys who can protect the quarterback at such a high level? There's a couple things. One, Coach Ballman's doing a great job with them, you know, getting them prepared every week for the blitzes and stunts that they're going to see. And uh, secondly, it means that we've gotten a lot better up front from for the seven and eight years that, that I've been here where the kids are understanding what we're doing. And, and not just them, but also EJ, who has to check protections and get us into the right thing sometimes when we're going double hots and empty and stuff. So I'm proud of their effort too. I mean, the guys up front, again, they don't, they don't get a lot of glory. They play as hard as they can, and uh, again, I mean, they, we need them down the stretch here to keep playing well and, and keep people away from EJ so that we can keep getting the ball to guys in space out on the edge. So looking ahead to this week, it's a big one, going down to Baltimore to take on undefeated number eight Johns Hopkins, who are picked in the preseason to win the conference, and it's up to you this week to make sure that they don't win it outright for the third year in a row. Now, the last few times you've faced the Blue Jays, it's been incredibly competitive, and last year you played the role of giant killer and knocked off Johns Hopkins at home 14-12. to 12. And now they know that you're a threat and that they can't take it lightly. And after last year's game, you know that they're going to come full force. But what does it mean for your squad to go down there and take on Johns Hopkins this week? I think it's a game that we always look forward to. You know, you mentioned over the eight years that I've been here, you know, seven of those contests have been really, really close. So... They're a program that you want to model yourself after. I mean, they've won nine of the last 12 championships in this league because they've already at least clinched a tie for it this year. You know, Jim Margraff does a great job. I think our kids get real excited to play. I mean, it is. It's a measuring tool of where we're at, where we're going with our program. You know, we look at it as a huge rivalry every year. 
I know we always talk about Dickinson and Gettysburg. I think our kids really look at this as, as a huge game and a chance to, to be on the national stage. And, uh, you know, we're going to give them everything we got. You know, I think we do that every year, and I don't think anything less is going to happen tomorrow. So the Blue Jays are returning a lot of familiar faces from that team that they saw last year. Robbie Mady's back at quarterback. They got Dan Wadica, Bob DeRazio outside, a receiver, and they have a kid in Armand Jennifer who anchors that offensive line who's just one of many who really have garnered some national attention. But does that level of familiarity help them because they have more experience, or does it help prepare your guys knowing what they're going to be facing? Well, I don't know. I mean, they're – they're really talented. I mean, they, they are. There's not a whole lot of weak, weak parts to their team. You know, I think they have tremendous depth. Uh, you know, they have great speed, and they have kids that, that play with a lot of passion. So, you know, we talk to our kids about not looking at the scoreboard, you know, because that's, that's obviously the end result. Talk about playing each play as a play, man for man, you know, coming together as 11 and trying to stop, stop an offense that's pretty productive. And then, you know, offensively is, is doing enough to, to move the ball keep the sticks moving, keep our defense off the field, we'll try and get in the end zone. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to tell you that there's a lot of weak spots there, but, again, they're an experienced team. They have a lot of senior leadership, and, uh, you know, they're not eight in the country for, for no reason. I mean, they're, they're playing good football, and, and like I said, this is an opportunity, and that's how we're looking at it for our kids. It's an opportunity for them to go and play the number eight team in the country and pull off a big upset. Now, we'll definitely talk much more about this next week because it's a little too soon for retrospectives. But as you prepare for your last regular season contest of the year on the road, have you noticed anything different in the way that your 18 seniors on the team are treating this game? These are guys who have been on the squad the longest. And does it start to sink in that this could be the last time that they're going to board the bus and wear the road whites? I don't know if it's sank in with them yet. You know, I mean, I think they're out there having fun at practice and looking forward to competing. But I... I don't think it ever hits a guy until it's really over, you know, and you know, hopefully they're soaking it up and enjoying every last minute of this. You know, it's been a heck of a ride for this group of 18 seniors. I mean, they've been through a lot over four years and uh, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of good wins, some bad losses. Um, but the one thing is I think they've learned a lot in, uh, in terms of life lessons about, you know, that when you get knocked down, you've got to get back up. Well, we saw that just this week coming back and beating Susquehanna, that they didn't stay down. You know, and this is one of those days playing Johns Hopkins that they're, they're going to remember for a real long time. You know, I know the guys last year will never forget last year. And I know these guys, you know, when we upset them today, you know, they're going to remember this for a real long time. Any uh, final thoughts heading into uh, this week's game? Uh, just, uh, you know, like I said, we're really looking forward to it. I mean, it's not every day you get a chance to play a nationally ranked team. So we're going to make the most of it. Like I said, I think the kids have prepared extremely hard and we're going to give them everything we got. All right. Well, thanks for taking time to join us here, and we will send it back on up to the broadcast booth, your home of Franklin and Marshall football, GoDiplomats.com.